All right, everybody. Episode one, LFG pod. Let's fucking go show. I'm here with Nick. I'm here with Jake. I'm going to talk some football, recap some week three, preview some week four. We are also going to introduce our weekly segments that we plan to do every week, every show. Uh, we will start, though, with our week three recap with uh, everybody's favorite quarterback in Green Bay, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Um, Packers are victorious over the Niners, primetime game. Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things, 37 seconds left, two quick completions. Mason Crosby, Mason Crossbar, once again, clutch. Um, Jake, I know that you said pre-recording that you were a little uh, feeling no pain, so you weren't really super into the first three quarters, but did you have anything that you wanted to discuss or that any takeaways from at least the fourth quarter of uh, Sunday night football? Uh, yes. I, uh, I was, you know, ran a 5k yesterday, feeling good, you know, Humble brag. so, uh, um, started drink is Oktoberfest. So started drinking pretty early, you know, you know, midday and through the night game, I was, you know, kind of in and out of football. I didn't really watch much of the three first three quarters, but I will say Aaron Rodgers is great. Um, Jimmy G, I don't understand the Jimmy G hate, and uh, he did not lose that game. San Francisco, excuse me, San Francisco's defense lost that game, and that's all I got to say. I think, uh, I mean, I, we, we all saw the hit on Devontae Adams, and when he was basically – knocked out on the ground. I was like, well, this game's over. You know, I thought he'd be out concussion protocol in the blue tent. But, I mean, he came back, came up huge on that last drive. He finished the day with uh, 18 targets, 12 catches, 132 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I mean, he's just insane. I know that uh, Nick loves the argument of that Rodgers never has any help when he has, like, the leading amount of pro bowlers in the league. But Devontae Adams is just fucking insane. But he's gone, though, after this year when Rodgers leaves. Uh, so, I mean, dynamic duo last season. You got to gotta get all the good wins out. Uh, Nick, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say Devontae is going to be a Raider um, if they can Love even that. afford to pay him. Um, let's. I totally just understand Aaron Rodgers wanting to leave Green Bay. It's tough playing behind a top four O-line with the best wide receiver in football with arguably the best running, pass-catching running back in the NFL a I'll top 12 defense. I, I'd, say Aaron, I'd say Aaron Christian McCaffrey is a bum who gets hurt every week and can't run. He can catch passes. He's a bum. Other than that, though, he's a fantasy. He's a fantasy running back. He's not a yep. he's not a legit running back, in my opinion. I, I know I, I'm being hyperbolic, but he I Aaron Jones is a much better runner of the football than Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, in my opinion. Alvin Kamara is better at with you know catching a football than Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones is no slouching either. Um, but yeah, um, don't understand the Jimmy G hate. He played really well. I mean, he got hit. How many times did he get hit that game? Twelve or something like that. I mean, that's oh. he's getting his he's getting his shit rocked. Um, and you know, if Trey Lance, if you took Trey Lance out on a boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and he fell out of that boat, I don't know if he'd hit the water. He's so inaccurate right now. He has he he has potential to be good down the line, but I'm telling he he can't can't hit the broadside of a barn right now. Um, so have some patience. Um, they were in the game. I don't really un- like the, 
the last possession uh, that the Packers had when they, you know, kicked the field goal, I don't like the, the safeties were, were so deep and the backers weren't really that deep. So it left a massive gap and it was Devonte every time Devonte caught both passes. I don't really understand that defensive coverage. I know Robert Sala left, so I don't know who their defensive coordinator is now, but I don't think Robert Sala would have let that happen. And, and this is the thing I was saying though, Packers and 49ers games, that one wasn't bad, but I just, uh, do you guys care? Like Jake, do you care? About that game, not necessarily. I mean, like I see it every year. Um, I don't really care to watch the Packers ever. I mean, I mean, I got fantasy. I got fantasy on the line, but that's not a team I look forward to watching ever. They're great. They're they're going to win their division probably, but I don't look forward to watching the Packers. Yeah, yeah if uh, if if that was Jimmy G versus really anybody besides like Rogers. Breeze or Breeze, Rogers, Brady, you know, like a big name quarterback. I mean, it's it's an all right Sunday night game. It was close, which made it entertaining. But I mean, I I like watching Aaron Rodgers. I look forward to watching Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know. To each his own, I will say. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was Mason Cross, Mason Crossbar. Just what can you like? Say? That's just how that's like the consensus. What everybody calls him. <laughs> what can you say? I mean, what was it? 50, 51. He's like a thousand years old. So, I mean, that was impressive, but all right, we'll move on. Um, probably the biggest game on paper of last week, uh, the bucks going to SoFi stadium, um, getting the, sh- not the shit kicked out of them, but I mean, I think the scoreline flattered them a little bit. I think the Rams played a hell of a game uh, as much as I hate to say it. Uh, Matt Stafford's fucking incredible. Uh, 343 on 27 to 38 for four touchdowns, no picks. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that I said Cooper Cup was going to bust last week. Yeah, he had uh, two touchdowns and 96 yards. Uh, so that was really smart by me. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, 120 yards and a touchdown on three catches. I mean, I kind of forgot that he was even on the team. Um Hate to say it, but the Rams look fucking really, really good. Yeah, um, they were they were clearly the better team. Now we'll I I imagine this will be the NFC Championship game, but then they dominated all facets of the game. Uh, Matthew Stafford is he had what seventy six percent completion percentage, four touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson has has never been a bad receiver. He's just been hurt the past two years. He's played on the Eagles, so you know he's always going to get hurt. Everybody on the Eagles, if it's 10 mile an hour win, someone's getting fucking hurt. It happens every week. It's they're injury prone. Uh Cooper Cup Speaking legit. Fletcher oh. Cox hurt uh, earlier. Yeah, cramp though. I mean. Oh, okay. But, um the Rams were clearly the superior team. Matthew Stafford clearly out outplayed Tom Brady. Now the Bucks weren't 100% though. Jason Pierre Paul didn't play. Uh Antonio Brown didn't play. Um and I know you guys hate the Rams, but I'm I just the Bucks, they're the biggest super team I've ever seen in the NFL. Fuck the Bucks. Why root for them? They literally are better than everybody at everything. They, their weakest position or group is cornerback. Uh, and that's mainly due to injury. Um, good fuck them. I'm glad they lost. The Rams are legit. Good for Stafford, good for McVay. how can you hate uh Sean McVay? He's a, a hell of a coach. Just because the Rams left St. Louis, you guys get all butthurt about it. I don't uh, hate the Bears. I hate the city. I'm not going to root for a team that left that I was passionate about. I mean, I'm I, not going. I'm not going to do that. I never will. 
I've I told myself that when Kronky dies and they unless it just goes to his kid, if they switch ownership groups, I think that I would go back. No, but nope, 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 not doing it. I'm go Rams, go Rams, baby. Super Bowl champ, probably. He didn't grow up being a St. Louis Rams fan, like die hard, like me and Cole. Yeah. So you don't get it, and I can't explain it, but I will never root for that team. Ever, I mean, I'd rather root for the Chiefs than the Rams. No, I admit, Cronky's Kron- a crook. He's a scumbag. He, uh, there's multiple reasons for him being a scumbag, and even him leaving St. Louis, even though it like it was super sketchy, super illegal, or whatever, they're getting sued. That's not even like the scummiest thing he's done. Like he's he screwed over the WWE. Vince McMahon like talked shit on him on like a promo or something like that for like kicking WWE out of the Nugget Stadium or something along the lines of that. Like he's a scumbag. I- I will say that, like, looking at it as a non-biased person, the move makes sense. Like, you build – I mean, I hate to say it. We're, no, we're going to do – I mean, you're, they're making Boston more money in L.A. 100% made more sense the stadiums, in the, the stadium's Rams, insane. When the Rams in Los Angeles are bad again, guess what? Their attendance is going to go in the shitter like the last time they were in L.A. St. Louis – one and 15, two and 14, they put butts and seats there every year. Dedicated fans. That is true. So once the Rams, once the that. Rams, because the Rams have no future draft wise, but now that they're in LA, they're actually spending money on free agency and aggressively pursuing trades, which they never did in St. Louis. So, I mean, they'll still throw the money out there, but once they run out of money and because they're not going to get any big name draft ease anytime soon i mean they're when they're bad their attendance is going to be awful but hey it's a pretty cool stadium they're hosting a super bowl i mean uh i I disagree i think it's uh it's a tourist attraction going to rams games uh there's so many people that live in los angeles already um it's arguably the nicest stadium in the nfl and it's and it's in los angeles guess who talks about them Every sports show because it's Los Angeles. No one gives a shit about St. Louis in the world. Do people talk about the Cardinals? I mean, how many people are talking about the Cardinals 16 game win streak? I mean, a part of that is it's baseball. But if the Dodgers or the Yankees were doing this, it would be all over the place because they're it's called a big market, Jake. Los Angeles. Yeah, it is. It's a bigger market than St. Louis, I think. Yeah. Los Angeles, a little bigger market. So why would they not move? Fans, St. Louis is a sports city. Compared, I'm telling you, the Los Angeles Rams had the problem before. They couldn't get fans in the seats because they were bad, and they well, will be what? bad again. Guess what? They got it covered because the dumbass Chargers pay rent. Now, I'm telling you, they're going to have attendance issues again. Doesn't I, matter. I, they got I that rent money the, coming in. I bet the house on it. Rent money I'd coming in. Have, I'd rather have a full, passionate fan base than Fairweather fans, and that's exactly – I literally – I just talked to a buddy who lives in – uh, in the Los Angeles area and literally said all Rams fans are fair weather in that city. Yeah. It's, it's LA. Every, everybody there is fair weather. They're, they're Clippers so, fans, Warriors fans, and Lakers fans. I was going to say uh, with, I'm, with, with Herbert coming up as soon as the chargers get good. And if the, which the Rams might chargers are already, and, yeah, they are. But I'm saying like, if they reach their full potential, I mean, the Rams are already Super Bowl caliber team, but when they start to slack, a lot of those fans are going to become Charger fans all of a sudden, which I mean, if you can, Chargers should have never left San Diego, but that's a different story. Agreed. Uh, Spanos needs to be forced to sell the team because he's incompetent. He's li- literally not fit to own an NFL team. Even his like family who like own half the half the team or whatever said like, we want him to sell because he's a moron. 
Okay, so going back to Bucks Rams, before we move on, uh, I wrote down a couple of notes. Uh, so Brady joined Breeze as the only quarterback to throw for more than 80,000 yards. Uh, and Tom Brady actually led the Buccaneers in rushing that game. Yep. Uh, 14 yards rushing. That was uh, the team leader. So I had uh, Leonard Fournette and uh, I think two of my leagues. One of my leagues in fantasy, I had my top three running backs go out. So that kind of fucked me over. Great performance there from him. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Bucks will be fine. I think, the, like you said, oh. they'll they'll still probably make it to the NFC Championship game, but it's I think it's that the Rams are probably the favorite. No, it's just one game. I mean, the oh, Bucks Rams were, are favorite. The Bucks were the Bucks were seven and five last year and did went on that incredible win streak and win to the Super Bowl. It's one week. The Rams are really good, but the Bucks are the better team. They have better players. Everybody will get healthy. It's week three. It's overreaction. The Rams played better, but it's week three, and I don't see this this team going anywhere. I mean, they're, they're going to win the Super Bowl again. There's no, they are leaps and bounds better than everybody. It ain't close. It ain't close. Especially when you have number 12 playing, prove me wrong until he, everybody says, Oh, he's going to fall off. He's going to fall off. Dude's leading. Dude was leading the league in touchdowns. I don't know about now, but he was before week three. So at 44 years old, Tom Brady never bet against 12. That's all I'm going to say. I'm definitely betting against him if they're playing the Rams in the uh, NFC okay. Championship. I mean, you it's like a, every year because you just want them to lose. Yeah, I don't want and them to win. Why, why would I cheer for the ultimate super team? Why would I cheer for the ultimate? Last year, tech, it, was, it has an asterisk. It really doesn't count. I just think Matthew Stafford's too good. He he just throws the ball down the field. I mean, they're just they. I think they match up form receiver wise. I know we're kind of talking about this game a lot more than what we expected, but. I mean, if Deshaun Jackson can stay healthy, they have Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and Robert Woods. I don't necessarily think that, like name wise, they're as good as the Bucks, but scheme wise, it, it just it works out so well. And also, Sean McVay is a much, much, much better coach than Bruce Arians. I like oh, Bruce Arians, hilarious. but Sean McVay is much, much better, he's a lot. Like he, he's a lot, a lot better. And and Bruce Arians is a good coach. coach. Super Bowl winning head coach. I think I could have coached that team to the Super Bowl in, against the Chiefs with literally a bunch of garbage ass offensive linemen. Okay. All right. Speaking, let's, let's, uh... speaking of the Chiefs, great segue from Nick. Uh, we will move on to my favorite game to watch of the week uh, the Chargers going into Arrowhead, giving the Chiefs their first home divisional loss since probably fucking like 2017, 2018. 30 uh, 24 final. Uh, Justin Herbert went off. 26 of 38, 281, four touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Mike Williams had a big game, 122 yards, two tutties. Mahomes, three touchdowns, but also two picks. Um, just thought I would throw this out there. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are actually in sole possession of last place in the AFC West. Um, I wrote down a couple of teams that have just shared the same record. I thought this would be interesting. Uh, the... Same record as the Chiefs, uh, the Texans, the Falcons, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Washington football team. Just uh, something to think about. I'll let you take the lead on this, Jake. Um, Justin Herbert is here to stay. He's damn good. I mean, he is legit. Um, that just shows you Sunday how tough the AFC West is. And, I mean, the Chiefs will be fine. I will say. They got to cut out the turnovers. Didn't they have, like, what, four turnovers yesterday? 
I think at least two they, picks and one fumble. They gotta they gotta cut that out if they want. Never guess who fumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of one fumble. So I mean, the Chiefs were still in it despite all of that, and they're they're a, they're a favorite in the AFC still. But I'm telling you, the Chargers are here to stay, and they're going to be an annoyance, a pain in the ass to the Chiefs for the next few years. Justin Herbert is the real deal, man. I mean, he is – he's legit. I think they got their next quarterback for sure. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, he had probably the best rookie season uh, of any quarterback ever, uh, stats-wise. Uh, team success, not so much, because the Chargers are always going to be the Chargers and blow a, a game they should uh, – you know, they should have won. Um, what was I going to say? He had, yeah, he, last year, Herbert had the worst offensive line in the entire National Football League, and he had the stats that he had. What, he ended up with, like, 32 touchdowns or something along the lines of that. Like, and it was kind of funny because I believe the, the class before that with Kyler Murray, um, Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, Herbert was, like, before the season started was like the number one guy. Like he's like, Oh, he'll get drafted first because he's the only like NFL type quarterback. Cause they didn't really Haskins had never played. Murray had never played. Daniel Jones wasn't really talked about. So it was like, it was all about Herbert and the knock on him was always oh, not a leader. He doesn't look that good. Well, I mean, look at him now. He's just had the best rookie season ever. Um, this is my uh, thing with the chiefs, the Clyde Edwards Hilaire pick. Uh, was terrible. It, it, it's like colossally bad. Um, he went to LSU, played behind arguably the bit the best offensive line in national football league, or college football. They had three legit NFL wide receivers on that team: Justin Jefferson, who ar- had arguably the best uh, rookie season ever by, for a wide receiver. They're having Jamar Chase, who. Struggled in the preseason. He is the first quarterback or first uh, wide receiver in the Super Bowl era, I think, to have a, a touchdown of over 30 yards in his first three games, I think, ever. Uh, and then they have the uh, the Panthers uh, wide receiver that they draft, uh, Terrace Marshall, who mm-hmm. is looking really good. So, I mean, you have three legit NFL guys on a college football team. And you had Joe Burrow. So, I mean, do you think like do you think any team cared about the run when playing against LSU? No, Joe Burrow threw like 50 something touchdowns, whatever it was, most ever. Uh, he's not fast, he's undersized, he's not a great pass catcher. What does he do? What why was he drafted in the first round? I, like, I don't understand why he was drafted over uh Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor had was one had like one of the best college stat like careers ever for a running back. What, what, like, I don't understand that. And then if you think like Frank Clark, what has Frank Clark done? That, that trade almost doesn't even seem that good now because, well, A, he's a moron that got caught with a, a mini Uzi. So, I mean, what who knows what's going on there? Um, they moved Chris Jones to the uh, outside when he's an interior defensive lineman. They need, need to move him back into the interior. Um, to me, the Chiefs are one injury away from being a bad football team, and it could happen to three guys, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, or Travis Kelsey. Now, they just got Josh Gordon. But if, if uh, Tyreek Hill gets hurt, that receiver core is bottom five in the league. It is terrible. If Travis Kelsey gets hurt, it's Tyree killer bust. They have nobody else. Now we'll He's, see what if, Josh Gordon does. If if Kelsey gets hurt, Tyreek's going to get double and triple teams. I mean, he's already been getting shut out. I'm mean, not shut out completely, but a lot of teams are, are starting to figure it out. I think knock on wood. Yeah. If Kelsey goes out, I mean, it's, he's not going to get any targets. 
And then another thing is the Orlando Brown trade. You remember they got Orlando Brown from the uh, Ravens. Orlando yep. Brown was right tackle, got moved to left, uh, and then wanted left tackle money because he didn't want to go back to right tackle. So the Ravens were like, we have a better left tackle, so like you're not going to play left tackle for us. So they traded him to the Chiefs. Everyone was like, wow, the Chiefs fleeced him. Well, he hasn't done great. He's more of a run blocker than a pass blocker. And the Chiefs, guess what? The Chiefs aren't going to be running. They're not a running football team when you have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. And especially when you have Clyde Edwards go nowhere as your running back. I will Um, say, to be fair, he did have over 100 yards rushing and a touchdown despite the fumble. So they did run the football yesterday. They did. They did. But he still sucks, I think. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, he that that doesn't look good. Their offensive line, it's not terrible, but like the like I said, the Orlando Brown trade, like it's not looking to be that good because he's not a great pass blocker. He's a run blocker, and that's what the Ravens do. The Ravens are a running football team. Yeah, I mean, also, uh, Jake, did you have anything before I I have a stat or a, a note I want to give before we move on? Do you have anything else? Um, no, I just want to reiterate how. Uh, Tough the AFC West is. I mean, the Broncos are three and zero. The Raiders are three and zero. Baltimore's two and one, uh, almost one and two. If Justin Tucker didn't take a sixty-six yard field goal, and then we got uh, a, a, not Baltimore. Yeah. What am I saying? That's AFC North. <laughs> I was Chargers, like, huh? okay. Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. Yeah, Chargers are two and one, but the the Ravens are an AFC. They they might see the Chiefs in the playoffs, but. Um, that division, the AFC West, it, who's? I mean, even the Ra- after the Ra- Raiders won, I'm like, who's going to get last now? I mean, it's going to be. Well, that, that's this is the thing though. It's like the Broncos look really, really good now. I'm I'm waiting They've, to like make it a super like a my have like my actual thoughts on them mainly just because they've they've played a cupcake schedule. They have not played one good team. Yeah, they've I'm pretty the Jack, sure Jets and the Giants. So yeah, but I still think they're a good football team. It's just how good are they? We have to find out still. Yeah, definitely. And I was the same way, Nick. You you see that record and you're like, oh shit. And then you see who they've played. Who do they have next week? Does anybody I think they play the Ravens? I think I th- yeah, they do play the Ravens. I think I saw so, I mean, that on my that'll probably be their, their, that'll be a good game. That'll be their first real test. Um before we move on to the Browns game, uh Chargers have beaten the Chiefs their last three out of four trips to Arrowhead. Thought that was pretty impressive, you know. Loud of stadium in football can't home advantage, home field advantage bullshit. Hey, last year was COVID year. It doesn't count. Arrowhead is the worst fucking atmosphere in the world. I don't give a shit when anybody. I love that. I love they that. Literally, take. okay, freezing ass cold weather, December twenty eighteen. Going on a little yep. tangent here. Yeah, Cole, a uh, good friend of the show, John Bader, Garrett, Tamir, and I went. To the Chiefs Raiders game. And as you could imagine, the Chiefs blew out the Raiders. I mean, it was a just a ass shit ass kicking. Whooping. Yeah. 38 to 3, I think, was the final score. Yep. Bro, they don't sit down. Like, I want to see the game. Dude, like, literally, it's the people play. I want to see play. It's it's 30 to 3. And Chad they're standing the up. People are still standing. Yeah. Chad Henney's no throwing. Chad throwing fucking darts across the field and people are still standing up. Chad like, they're still standing up. I don't care what it, I don't care whatever it is. If any team is up 38 to three, sit the fuck down, <laughs> sit down, watch the game or leave. or leave or leave. I gotta say, 
Love it. All right. Uh, so we will keep that same Jake Jackson energy going into our next topic. Uh, Browns just beat the dog shit out of the Bears. And uh, nope. Nick, what'd you call him? Dustin Fields? Yeah, until he starts playing better, it's Dustin. Doesn't well, deserve Justin. Well, uh, I'm a Browns fan, but you're a little unfair over there, pal. I, I know. I just, hey, I'm just I'm nine. Just he got sacked nine times. I mean, that's fucking insane. When I saw that stat, I like, I didn't think it was real. Do you, oh, uh, hold on. Let me just, let me uh, do something real fast. I saw Chicago Bears fans saying this Justin Fields had 0. 0.72 seconds to throw the football. That's not possible. You ready? You ready? Watch this. Can you see this? Yep. See if I. You tell me that they got to him in, in literally less time than this? There's no it's, way. It's not possible. It's That's not what I'm possible. like. They're like, wow, he had point seven. Like, point, how? That, no. Even so if they, they had no, they had no offensive lineman, they still would not be able to get to him that fast. You know, especially if he's in shotgun. It's from like, how is this a stat? Unless maybe it's like, once they get past the offensive line, they have point seven two seconds. It's like maybe. It, but no, it's like it's literally not possible. Why would anyone believe it? I saw that and I was like, this is not a real stat. And it's like all over the place on Chicago Bears and Ohio State Cuckeyes, uh Twitter and Instagram. They uh the Browns had nine nine sacks, fifteen quarterback hits. Uh those nine sacks were the second most in franchise history. Uh four and a half sacks for Miles Garrett, broke the Browns franchise record. Um uh, Justin Fields had a QBR of six. Uh, six for 20 for 68 yards. Uh, I mean, the Browns look insane. Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb both getting 80 plus yards. I mean, I think this is kind of what we all expected going into the game. I mean, we all thought, I don't think we expected Fields to get killed that bad, but we all knew the Browns were probably going to win this game and cover the spread. Um, Jake, I know you were probably watching the closest. So let us into that beautiful mind of yours. Um, I was watching at a, an establishment in uh, St. Charles, Missouri, called Mister Thirsty's. No free ads. And, um, I like I said, like I told you uh, last week, I said we I need to we need to win by three scores. We need to make a statement. And boy, did we make a statement! All right, we had nine sacks, four from Miles Garrett. Like you said, think about this. You said Justin Fields. How many completions did he have? Six. Uh, six. Six. We had more sacks than they had completions. That's fucking I mean, at insane. one point, the game was like six to three, but never in uh, throughout that game did I think it was close. Like, like I, w- I was like, I- we're going to win because the Bears can't move the football. Like, they literally cannot move the football. So, big win for the Browns, two and one in the AFC North. Uh, I think we're tied for – we tied for first. The Bengals no, – yeah. no, is it is it a three-way tie? Yeah, they, the the Bengals, Ravens, and Browns are all two and one. I think the Steelers are one and two. Yeah, well, that's a they're a dumpster fire, but uh, I'm very excited. Big game next week. The Vikings are one and two, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a test because the Vikings are a two and one. You know, they they're should two, be two and one. They're a field goal away from being two and one. And they no, no, over. they wait. No, they they are one and two. Shit, aren't they? Yeah, Fuck, yeah, they, they are. Won, they won Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Pretty looking forward to that game. So, two and one. Pretty excited. Defense showed up. Kareem Hunt had a hell of a game. Everybody got involved. Baker's completion percentage a little low, but he didn't make the big mistake. And we got the win. Three scores. Exactly how I thought they should have played. So, 
Go Browns. And the Bears, real quick, it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for the Bears. They, they're they awful. They're awful. It doesn't matter. Literally, Matt Nagy said, Nick Foles might start. Like they're All three. All three are in contention. They're bad. It's the dude. There is something there. They're gonna be really bad. Like they're gonna lose to the Lions next week, and we'll talk about more of that. We'll talk about that later. But yes, yes, we will. We will, because I uh, definitely had that as one of my picks. But like you said, we'll we'll get to that later. Or I want to uh, I want to talk about Justin Fields for a minute. He's got the pocket presence of maybe a sixth grader. Um, very athletic, um, elite elite prospect, but may, just like. His his presence is not it's not good. He walks into so many sacks. That that was part of the. I mean, their offensive line is not good, but he walks into so many sacks. Um, and this is this is what I want to say about Matt Nagy because everyone's saying Matt Nagy needs to be fired. Do you, uh, you know, Jake? Don't say anything. Cole is is minuscule. Mitch Trubisky a good quarterback? Yes or no? If you were be if you were being like. A straight up yes or no answer. There's no. no exact. So it's no. How many times did they make the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky as a quarterback? Two. I think yeah, it was two. They won the division, and then they were a wild. Have they were they? I don't think they were a wild card two years two years ago, but they were a wild card. Last year they made it eight and eight because yeah. of Mitch Trubisky's play in the last they, four games. Okay, they but, I'm, the, but I'm uh, saying what I'm saying is Matt Nagy got to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. As a QB, I don't think you're a bad coach if you do that. No, they had it. Got this this bang, dude. It's making me like burp so fucking much. <laughs> um, I don't think you're a bad coach if you do that. Now, they did have a, a, an elite defense. It's no longer elite. At least, you know, the backside, the secondary is not elite. But I just, I, the naggy stuff. Now, apparently he stopped calling plays uh, like halfway through the season last year. And that's when they really started to play better. But I don't think he's a bad coach. I think um, people just shit on him for whatever reason. I don't. I really don't know why. But I don't think he's a bad coach. I don't think he made the playoffs two years with Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback, who is now a backup. Wasn't even you know picked back up uh, by his team. I I don't think you're a bad coach if you do that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with you in a way because, um, like you said. When they won the division, he was being touted as an offensive guru and like a great offensive coach. Um, honestly, the the main takeaway that I have from last year, and this is really stupid, but of the Bears season was the Nickelodeon playoff game when they played the Saints and they had the the SpongeBob goalposts and the slime. That was really who was my the big M- takeaway. The MVP, <laughs> Mitch Mitch Trubisky, baby. Okay. Love it. The MVP, only MVP award winner in the history of the NFL. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is one MVP now because I think they had like a Nickelodeon thing. So technically, oh, he's Damn. sorry. Technically, Jake. he is now the second best MVP player ever or the worst ever MVP award winner ever, ever. However, you want to say it. you can say second best or worst. It both Nick- both qualify. Nick's been great with the transitions today because uh, we're also going to talk about Kyler and his Cardinals. Um, I would say beating up on the Jags, but, I mean, it really didn't feel like it. Uh, 31-19 final. Kyler threw for over 300 yards, but no touchdowns. Had one pick. Uh, A.J. Green looked like he was Cincinnati A.J. Green, 112 yards on five catches. 
D hop. I know he was coming back from an injury, but he was non-existent out there. Uh, Jags defense did pretty good. I mean, I, like I said, I know he probably wasn't hundred percent, but they did good locking him up. James Robinson finally came out of the fucking hole. He's been living in 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Cardinals are three and zero for the first time since 2015. The Jags lost their 18th straight game, uh, only eight away from the NFL record. So I'm hoping that we can, honestly, I kind of want them to break that record just for Nick to be in, in the shits for throughout the season. I think that'll be entertaining. Uh, and, uh, the, the kick six, the flea flicker, we got a lot of shit to talk about. Um, so I will let Nick, I will let Nick go first. All right. A lot of a lot of Jags fans were really disappointed after the game. I don't think they should be. The team looked so much better at everything. They do have some areas for concern, though. But uh, what I really want to talk about is LaVisca Chenault. He was essentially non-existent the first two games. And this is the first game where he's been used over the middle of the football field for the underneath throws. It's the first time that he's ever I've ever seen him on that side of the field. Um, and he played really well. Um, the Trevor Lawrence had a, you know, fantastic pass to uh, DJ Chark in the end zone. Like, just like that's that you get those flashes. Um, you had a 109 yard touchdown returned by Jamal Agnew, which was just, that was awesome. Uh, the, the camera angle though, I wasn't the biggest fan of because it was a tracking shot backwards and you didn't really get to see most of the defenders. Um, Thank God for Marvin Jones. He's their best overall wide receiver. He's, you know, the number one guy. I just hope he can stay healthy. Um, let's see. I, the Jaguars today traded C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson was the 2020 ninth overall pick. He never wanted to be in Jacksonville. Uh, he complained basically the whole time, got depressed, uh, and wasn't good. He didn't want to be there. So they traded him. To the Panthers today for a third-round pick and their tight end, Dan Arnold. The Jaguars have arguably the worst tight end core in the history of the NFL. They have, they have legit not one starter. Jacob Hollister was their starter this week, and he was awful. Awful, 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 awful. He arguably cost them the game. Didn't they They're have literally, Eifert? They, he's not on the team. They released him because um, oh, of, of injuries. Trevor Lawrence has two defender or two rushers coming into his face in the red zone. He throws it to Hollister. It hits Hollister in the hands. He drops it. It kicks off Hollister's shoe and is picked. That's a, well, I would say a minimum three points, but I'll get to that later. That's erasing technically three or seven points off the board right there. The, there was a lot of talk about the flea fi- uh, flicker. That was the right call. What happened was for whatever reason that was part of the scheme uh norwell does a 360 and blocks literally nobody and jj watt just comes through the middle uh of the line and never went after uh carlos hyde never went after carlos hyde now while this is going on dj chark is wide open he's down there the issue was when Carlos Hyde threw the football back, Trevor Lawrence was trying to fake the sell, so he's kind of running, like getting out of the way. Carlos Hyde threw it behind Trevor Lawrence, and he caught it at his left hip like this. By the time he gets set, he's off his back foot. He should have thrown it out of bounds, but J.J. Watt is in his face, and he just, he's just he got that high school, like we talked about last week, even though it didn't air. He thinks he can make every throw and doesn't see uh, – what it was, was it Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
pick the ball off and return the pick six. It was the right play call. DJ Chark was open. It was just Wingard, what in the fuck? And Hyde threw the ball behind him. And Trevor Lawrence, you cannot make that pass. I, the Jags should have won this game. I think they really should have won the game. Um, another thing I want to talk about is um, Robinson. James Robinson finally had his coming out. Game. He, was, he was getting more than nine, ten carries a game. He was, and he was used in the pass game. I mean, he had he had like twenty three fantasy points. He had a really, really, really good game. Um, you got to run the offense through him. Um, another thing I want to talk about is Trevor Lawrence's pocket presence. That offensive line is not good, and I think they've given up two sacks all year. He has 10-year veteran pocket presence. Pressure from the outside does not matter. It, it's, it's literally not, effect, it's not effective. The only pressure that gets to him is interior pressure, which was the last play of the game, and they, sat, they literally – I guess they wanted to cover because the Jags were probably going to score a touchdown, and they just blitzed on literally the last play of the game. Even if the Jags scored, it wouldn't matter. Um, I – I'm. I think uh, the game. It wasn't. I, it was. I was encouraged. A lot of like just fluky stuff happened. Like Trevor Lawrence. Guess what? Threw it to Jacob Hollister. What does Hollister do? Fumbles again in the red zone. And guess what? Lavisca Chenault picks the football up. You know what he does? Fumbles the ball when he after the <laughs> Hollister fumble, and they they luckily recover. Guess what happens the very next play? Trevor Lawrence is throwing the football. Norwell gives gives up pressure. James Robinson steps up to block the rusher coming into him and literally hits Trevor Lawrence's elbow, and it causes a fumble in the red zone again. That That's not going to happen very often. It's just a completely unlucky play. Um, Norwell also had a face mask uh, on the Jags' third down conversion, and it went back to third and 20. So also their field goal kicker. I know I'm going pretty long. I, I have a lot of notes. They're filled, he, I don't think he's made – they have more special teams touchdowns than field goals that he has made this year, and I think he's attempted six or seven. Jesus. It, he is awful. He missed, I think, two extra points. Um, they're, the past two games, like, they, they've been in the games, believe it or not, even though you can't – like this. I mean, the Broncos scored – I think it was like 19 to 24 or something like that. I can't remember what it was. But if he hits those two field goals, like it's a different game. Just like if he hits those extra points, um, it's still slightly a different game. Um, they are trying out a new kicker today, thank God, because uh, he's he's got to go. And Urban Meyer said, like, we're probably going to have to do something. And, like, he, I don't want to do it because I see how hard he works. I've never seen a kicker work harder than him in my life. But you start missing field goals, you start missing extra points, it's the NFL. It's – you. You're going to get replaced. There's it's, only it's, jobs of yours in the world. It's Lambo, right? Yeah, Josh Lambo. Yeah. And he's, he's been good his entire career up until this year because he's, he's injured, injured or something. So, Nick, I, uh, I want to give you a stat before we kick it to Jake. Um, Trevor Lawrence has nine total turnovers in three games. Uh, and he's on pace to throw 40 picks. Uh, your, your other jersey to your right – Peyton Manning has the rookie record with 28 in 1998. Turned out all right though for Peyton. Come on, let's 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 have some context though. One interception this week wasn't his fault. It was a drop pass. The interception last week against the Broncos, it was Johnson from the Chargers. It was his fault. He didn't fight for the football. It's I, that's part of the reason why I think I I don't like interceptions being counted as stats. Um, no quarterbacks do obviously. 
but he threw up the ball one-on-one coverage and Johnson didn't make it a play on the ball. He let, I think it was Patrick Sertan, uh, intercept it without him doing anything. As, as a wide receiver, you have to play DB there. You're, you know, you're down big. It's one-on-one. You have to either catch the ball or prevent the DB from catching the ball. So that's, that's not his fault. And then the drop pass because Hollister – I hope – go work at Hollister because you suck as a tight end <laughs> in the NFL. You're awful. I, every, every turnover, it was because of Hollister. Basically, throws it to him, fumbles in the red zone, throws it to him, drops it, picked off in the red zone. You suck. Thank God, like, I don't know if Dan Arnold is good, but I know he's not fucking worse than Hollister. There's no possible way. Not There's just no way. Also, okay. Trevor Lawrence is the only quarterback to throw a touchdown each week, rookie QB-wise. So, hey. That's a good set. That's a good set. Jake, yeah. your thoughts? I agree with Nick pretty much what he said. That is the best game of the year the Jaguars have played so far. Much improved. And the most important stat line of it all is that they let James Robinson run the ball more than 10 times. Yep. That's all there is to it. They want to win. They want to win a couple games. I think they need to run the football a lot. I mean, they are putting a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion. Too much pressure. I mean, he this dude's, you know, how many attempts has he thrown already this year? It's got to be lot. a lot. Well, he threw, he threw 50-something week one. Um, here, I'll tell you, just continue with your stuff. So, yeah, the only thing that he, the flea flicker. Okay. It was probably a good play call, but the back foot, he, it's not college, man. You can't, you got to put some sauce on that ball. They're going to intercept that. That was a bad throw. Yeah. But, but I mean, you got to, I mean, come on now. I mean, he it, got, was, he, it was a ter- <laughs> terribly executed play from multiple, multiple units. I said that. I just said the throw was bad. Oh, he was. I'm not off his back it. foot. So, yeah, no, that's the best game of the year they played. And they're, you know, obviously they still lost and they're going to be a bad team. I mean, Nick, don't get your hopes up, brother. They're, they're going to lose uh, a lot. He's averaging 40 attempts per game right now. Yeah, that's got to be the most for all rookies. That's got to be. That's, that's tough. That's got to be the most for all rookies, right? I would, if I was a betting um, I would man. And I am not. That's that's what I would take. Yeah, Mac but Jones threw quite a really bit uh, last week. They're going to be really bad, and I just—I mean, I, he's going to be—he's the guy for them. But people are going to be patient. He's going to throw a lot of picks. He's going to throw for a lot of yards, and they ain't going to win very many football games this year. But you know, hopefully, uh, in the draft and free agency, they uh, get their shit together next year and give Trevor Lawrence some help. Mac Jones has thrown 120, so I believe Jesus. that would be. Let's see what Zach Wilson's is real fast. Uh, 120. I, this was, so another interesting stat I saw today about the Jaguars looking at their last like top 10 overall picks. Do you know who the only two that are on the team are? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen from and Kentucky. Trevor Lawrence. And Josh Allen is very good, but they very Jalen Ramsey gone. Um. They just traded uh, C.J. Henderson, who was the ninth pick from the, the year before. But he he just – I mean, he didn't really do a, a whole lot um, for the Jags. He – you know, it was, it, Tom Coughlin was the GM, and it was a fail. He was – he had some good picks and then some really, really bad ones because I basically all of his picks did not get past their rookie uh, contract. Zach Wilson has 105, so he's thrown the least. And you can't count fields and uh, – yeah. 
Drain Lance. Yeah. So, all right, fellas. Um, well, I think that was I think that was pretty solid for last week. Um, we will talk some week four projections later in the show to wrap up. Um, but we are now going to go into one of our weekly segments that we're going to do each show. Uh, we're going to do just a quick little top five power ranking. Uh, we're going to start with quarterbacks today. Um, and we will switch this up next week in every show. So we'll do running backs, tight ends, receivers, coaches, defenses, all sorts of shit. Um, so how do we want to attack this? Do we want to go, everyone says they're five, or do we want to just rattle off our top fives, talk about it, move on? Right. Everybody that rattles one. off their own top five. Okay. So I will go first. Uh, I thought this was going to be a little more of a bold take, but after seeing Nick's messages in the group chat, I think that will this will line up. I have Kirk Cousins five, which I never thought that I would have Kirk Cousins in a top five quarterback slot at any point in the season. Um, Derek Carr four. I know they barely they didn't cover those sons of bitches, but they they undefeated three and Dolphins are an incredible defense. Um, I have uh, Sir Aaron Rodgers number three. Um, just hell of a game last night. <laughs> One of the best to ever do it. I just think he deserves our respect. <laughs> I think he deserves our respect. Uh, I have Tom Brady, TB12, the GOAT, number two. Um, <laughs> Nick doesn't look thrilled. And uh, number one, I hate to do it. hate to have him anywhere near my top five as a Rams player, but I have Matt Stafford, best quarterback so far through three weeks. What do we what do we like? What do we dislike? What will we change? Let me hear it. I like uh, it. Get off, get Aaron Rodgers off because it should be based on all three weeks. He was the worst quarterback in the NFL for 33.3% of the NFL week. So he doesn't deserve to be in the top five, in my opinion. Um no Kyler Murray, no Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray was my honorable mention along with uh Josh Allen. No, Dak. Josh Allen is. Josh hasn't been great. Dak's the issue with Dak. He's thrown quite a bit of picks, but he's up there. He's very close. I just Ford, think there's been Bridgewater. more than five. Teddy's Teddy's. They've just they haven't played anybody. That yeah, that is that is part of the issue. Passes almost eighty I'm not. I'm not dogging him. I love Teddy Two Gloves. I'm just saying they've played fucking Farmington and North County defenses. I mean. It's easy to, still easy gotta, to still gotta execute. Still gotta that's execute. True. You're right. Guess right, what? You're right. I uh, before we go, Drew Locke, they would have they would they wouldn't be three and zero if Drew Locke was playing right now. That's I think you're right. No. They'd be four and zero. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, I will say that video of him singing Young Jeezy on the sideline was pretty cool. It's overplayed now. I I don't care. All right. Any other uh, critiques before we move on? I want to hear Jake's next. If we're give it up for mine. Kirk, give it up for Kirk Cousins though. Kirk Cousins I mean, deserves some love. Kirk science denier, science denier Cousins. <laughs> By the way, in in my def- I thought Kirk Cousins was two and one. I forgot that he was one and two. I forgot that they lost to the Cardinals uh, last week. Thought they won, but I I knew they didn't win. I just pretty close fart. though. I if yeah, I it was remember. very close. They haven't had an easy schedule. Okay, I'm going to make an executive decision here. After, I mean, because of his week three performance, I had him at number five, but I got to go back to him. He's been a stud. I mean, this guy's been a stud. Gonna, I did have Josh Allen at number five because he did have a great week, four touchdowns. I think he led all quarterbacks in fantasy this week. But number five, Derek Carr, three and yep. oh, the Raiders are off to a hot start. 
He's playing lights out. Number four, Justin Herbert. Two and one. I I, uh, I was gonna have Herbert, but I I think that I actually took him out for Rodgers. So and number three, I'm just being realistic, even though he had two picks, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's gonna be up there all year. And then number two, Matthew Stafford. Hate the Rams, but you gotta be honest, you know. And number one, still after week three, he still put up ungodly numbers, even though they lost Tom Brady. Love TV twelve. Number one. Can't not love it. Eddie Bridgewater was close too, and Dak. So yeah, those were those and Russell Wilson and Kyler. There's been a lot of great quarterbacks so far this year. Yeah. I uh I honestly loved it. I love I love the Derek Carr love. Um TB12 is – and I know Nick's going to disagree, but I think he deserves to at least be top two. Um, Herbert was definitely in contention. I just had to show Rogers some love. Nick, last but not least. Uh, you guys I, – I feel like Jake here. You guys are going to be thoroughly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty tame this week. <clears throat> just wait. <clears throat> Number five is Justin Herbert. Stats aren't blowing anybody away. His stats are actually very pedestrian compared to the rest of the quarterbacks in uh, my top five. His QBR is 20th best in the NFL right now. He has six passing touchdowns, which is the 12th most. His yards per game are 318.7, which is the fifth most. His completion percentage is 69.8, which is good, but it's the 14th most, and he's got three picks. The only reason he made my top five is because the schedule he has played, even though the football team's defense does not look good, uh, but they're two and one, and it's because of how good he's been on third down. It, it's remarkable. Um, that's why he's my number five. And they weren't number they weren't 17 against the football team in third down. Yeah, it, it was like a just unrealistically high third down uh, conversion rate. Uh, number four, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater. Mm, love it. His QBR is 78, which is the third best. He has only four passing touchdowns, which is the 16th most. His yards per game are 275.7, which is the 11th most. His completion percentage is 76.8, so 77, which is the best overall in the NFL, and he has not thrown a pick. The only reason he's not higher is because of touchdowns and because of the cupcake schedule that they haven't played anybody. I still think they're a good team, but I want to see them play some actual, actual good games. And I will say if 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 Teddy Two Gloves had played at least and I'm not knocking him. I, I think he's a great quarterback. I like Jake said, I think they would not be three and if they were playing Drew Locke. If he had played at least one noteworthy competitor, I think I would have at least had him five. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, you're good. Number three, Kyler Murray. QBR is seventy one point two, which is the sixth best. He's got seven passing touchdowns, and that's not including rushing touchdowns, so that's the fifth most. His yards per game are 335, which is the third most. His completion percentage is 76.5, which is the second most, which when you think about it, with the throws he's making, I mean, that's that's pretty nuts because he pushes the ball down the field. He's only had the, – the issue with him, though, he has four picks. That is something that he's got to take care of. Like, he threw a pick against the Jags. He threw – uh, Andrew Wingard, who is not good, picked him off. He threw into double coverage over the middle of the field when the safety was l- literally playing in the middle of the field. It was like the easiest interception I've I've seen. It was a, just a horrible, horrible decision. But he, you can't sack him. 
it's a mixture of him being so small and him being so fast. He's un, almost unsackable. He breaks out of sacks constantly and makes plays um, while doing so. Number two, Kirk Cousins. Love it. 78.2 QBR, second in the NFL. 306 yards per game. Now, that surprised me, which is the eighth most. 306 yards average is quite a bit. He's got eight touchdowns, which is the fourth most. The only people in front of him are Mahomes, Stafford, and uh, Brady. Um, he's got 73.9% completion percentage, so 74, which is the fourth best in the NFL. He's got zero picks. His yards per attempt, though, are only 7.7, which isn't bad, but it's the 15th most. I'd like that to be a little higher. But, man, he is, he's been almost flawless all year. He's not the reason that the uh, – the Vikings are one and two, and I thought they were two and one when I made my list. Uh, number one, it's really not a debate. It's uh, Matthew Stafford. It's it's not a debate. Uh, anyone who doesn't think Matthew Stafford uh, isn't number one should be uh, crucified. Um, he's the first in QBR with 82.8. Number one, he averages 314 passing yards per game, which is the sixth most in the NFL. He's got nine touchdowns where the second most. His completion percentage is 70.2 which is 12th in the NFL, and he's averaging 10 yards per attempt, which is the second most. Only Russell Wilson has more uh, average yards per attempt, and he's got one pick. He is, and he's been the best. I don't – he he outplayed Brady the entire game. I don't know how you can have Brady over Stafford. Stafford so, is legit. And, no, hey, no Mahomes. No Mahomes yeah. in my top five. None of – did any of us – Jake, you had Mahomes. I had, you? I had Mahomes in there. Yeah. Just so, because of – I mean, it. I just. I mean, delaying the inevitable. I mean, he's going to be there eventually. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There. I was just trying to be realistic this week. You know, I didn't have too wild of a hair today. Do you? So. Do you guys think that we should do, kind of what we're doing now, like the best quarterback through each, like through three weeks, or should we do like the best quarterbacks of the week? How do you? What do you think? I don't know. We'll we'll have a a business meeting at Pasta yeah. House and discuss. Okay. In the back room, yeah, the gobble yeah. goop, the gobble we'll goop. All, we'll all wear supreme, like really baggy shirts, pants, uh, watches, necklaces. We're gonna grease our hair I, back. I've made <laughs> I've tan. made the executive decision that I'm gonna dress up as Tony Soprano for Halloween. We get one of the, the you gotta have pinky rings, right? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've been rewatching it with Lexi. Just we all best we show all of all to. time. We all gotta rent like Escalades too. <laughs> or so navigators suburban yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 that's so, it. yeah oh god and then park and i i'm a and park horribly in the parking lot every every show dude they just fucking pull up however. who's gonna tell tony Soprano to park his car and Nobody. we're not we're not paying the bill either no we're walking me. out we're, do, do you have an arty at pasta house like an arty type guy <laughs> yeah yeah i got an arty an arty buco yeah we'll we'll get the we'll get the plug um yeah, honestly, I I love that. Love love the picks. Um, Kirk Cousins at two, I think, is my favorite pick out of out of everyone's. That's uh, something I would do. I, I just I think the stats like that's the whole thing I was doing before we started recording was like looking at every stat. My my biggest one was QBR. I know you're not a fan of it, Jake, but man, he is looking. At, I'm just like wow. The yards per game also really helped because I just Kirk Cousins isn't a guy that you think pushes the ball down the field, but eighth most. Especially when it's over 300 yards, I mean, he's he's been impressive. Should be better than one and two, though. That that hurts him. Yep, absolutely. So we 
that is our first segment that we're going to do every week is our power rankings. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to rotate that each week. Um, our next quick segment, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, um, is our fantasy boom bust. We pick a player who we think will do well, who we think will underperform their projected points. Um, and like I said, we can go pretty quick. Um, for my boom, I didn't do a ton of research, so this could be a terrible pick. Um, but I am going with Marquez Callaway um, from New Orleans. Number one option for Jameis. It really just depends on how Jameis plays. Uh, they're at the Giants. I mean, the Giants are terrible. Uh, he had four catches on five targets for 41 yards and a touchdown last week against a much better defense in New England. Like I said, he's the number one option until Michael Thomas gets back. So I'm thinking over 10, 10.1 points is very doable for him. Uh, Nick, who is your boom for week four? I've talked shit on him constantly, but it's it's Tom Brady. I don't even know what he's projected, but I know it's going to go over because I know he's going to want to put it on the Patriots, and yep. Mac Jones is not going to be able to catch up. Um, he They're coming off a loss. He's going to be pissed. He's, he's psycho. It's in New England. They're gonna believe they're probably gonna be booing him as wild as that you know seems. And yeah. I, like I said, I'm I'm projecting like five touchdowns from Brady, which is an insane projection. I mean, you don't ever say, oh, he's gonna throw for five touchdowns, but I think he'll easily throw for five touchdowns, even though New England has a pretty good defense. Love that, Jake. Your boom. Um, can we do a defense? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. Defensive special teams uh, because of the Browns and Bears game that I saw last week. Old Justin Fields and company sacked nine times. (laughs) You know what? If you got the if you if the Lions defense is the free or available in your fantasy league, pick up the Lions D. The Lions may be the best zero and three team ever. I mean, they have been in every game. They were down forty one seventeen week one and almost beat the Forty Niners. Like they were back to cover the spread. Yeah, and then week two, they were, you know, they were in the game with the Packers for the first three quarters, and then it fell apart. It started raining. Y'all fumbled, like, you know, just fell apart. And then they, they were a 66-yard field goal away from winning, and they also gave up a fourth and 19, which is inexcusable. Yeah, that but was tough. I think, the, I think the Lions are beating the Bears. That's my boom, the Lions defense. I actually love that. When Jake said when Jake said the defense, I was like, oh, here we go. I, you, I, I didn't actually, expect it to be the Lions. Well, I didn't either, games, but, but hey, I, I, I like I'm it a lot. Um, so my bust, um, like I said, not a whole lot of research done, was Jonathan Taylor. Um, Quentin Nelson is very questionable, might not play next week against – the Dolphins, incredible defense. I know they're mainly secondary, but they, they can put some pressure on. Um, somehow Carson Wentz, I know Nick used to be a Carson Wentz guy, sprained, both of, his, sprained both of his ankles uh, last week, or I guess the week before. Uh, he's still not fully mobile, and uh, I don't know. I seem a little stiff. I think two sprained ankles is pretty tough. And so I think that the Dolphins will be more likely to stack the box, play the run, let Wentz beat them with the deep balls and check downs and all sorts of shit. So, yeah, Jonathan Taylor for my bust. Well, Wentz isn't going to be checking the ball down. He doesn't do it very often. Um, the Colts O-line is not good, even with Quentin Nelson. They, like, I think I saw a stat that they were, like, at, like, 17% of the pass plays were resulted in, uh, like, a pass rush. 
Uh, it's like almost 50% or something like that this year. It's been horrible. Like all and season I feel long. Like, I feel like like the last two years, maybe three years, they were like always talked about when we talked about like the dominating all lines. It's just what the well, fuck their, happened? Their left tackle is arguably the worst left tackle in the National Football League. And Quentin Nelson isn't healthy. So, and their defense though, their defense has been not good, which they were supposed to have a, a pretty good defense. It's It's been bad all, all yeah. season long um my bust is joe mixon joe mixon plays the jaguars this week the jaguars defense is getting healthier roy robertson harris didn't play i think he's gonna play and I, I'm, I'm i'm telling you i think this is gonna be a coming out game for the jags um they're gonna want to test the jaguars corners um josh Allen is going to get pressure on Burrow. This is the thing that annoys me about the Bengals. Like, everyone acts like they have this garbage offensive line. It's not great, but Burrow holds the ball for so long. He's literally, like, he's not a quick decision maker, and you think you thought he would be because he was so smart in college, but he holds the ball for a very long time. Um, so I think he can get got to, and I think they're going to – I think it's going to be a shootout. Honest to God, I do. I think it's going to be a uh, super entertaining game and uh, go Jags, Joe Mixon, fantasy bust anyways. I don't like him. Jake, you're up, pal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I didn't know if Nick was done there, but my bust is, uh, this is pretty, I think this is pretty obvious one here as well. The uh, Texans play the bills. And if you got Brennan cooks, I'd sit him. So Pretty much self-explanatory. The Bills should win that game. Bills' defense has been solid. Brandon Cooks has been very good so far this year, but I don't see them. I don't see him having a big game again this week. I said the same thing last week, and he was good. Yeah, well, but I uh, that Bills' defense is. I mean, I know that Taylor Heineke's nothing to run home about, but they looked good last week. Oh, they they put it on him. Uh, Josh couldn't get one touchdown to the Stephon Diggs though. Not one. Uh, Picked up Emmanuel Sanders in one of my leagues. That was clutch. And Knox and uh, what's the running? Moss. Moss, yeah. It's like, come on. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs has been not a good fantasy pick for me. Dude, all of my fucking fantasy picks this year have been bad picks. I I am having one of the worst years of my career. I mean, my team, and I'm in a bunch of leagues, but, like, the, the majority of leagues I care about, my team's pretty good, but, like, Diggs, I drafted Diggs first overall when I used Nick Chubb as my keeper because I, I really didn't know who else to use it on. Uh, he's not been a hit for me. All right. Uh, we will move on to my favorite segment um, that we're going to do each show. It's our Mount Rushmore. Um, we're each going to pick four of whatever topic we discuss, kind of like a fantasy draft. Um, for our first Mount Rushmore, we're going to do Mount Rushmore of Stadiums. Um, and that's not the personal favorite. It can be if you want. It's just any stadium, any sport, any level. Jake threw out the uh, old Wilson Rozier ballpark. That's on the table. It can be yeah. Ingler, Ingler Park, anything, anything you want. Um, and I got the order predetermined. So it's going to go Nick, me, Jake, and we're going to do snake draft. So Jake will have two, then me, then Nick will have two, and we'll do it that way. So Nick. Uh, you are good to start us off. Very intrigued to see what goes 1-1 one, one here. Uh, this is tough. Um, I'm a football guy, so I got to go with a football stadium. 
now it's like, do you pick between college or do you pick between NFL? Now, college stadiums have more capacity, and college football games have a much, much better atmosphere than the NFL. So having said that, I got to go Michigan Stadium, the big house. Most capacity in North America with 107,000. Um, I think they've had the most consecutive sold-out games. Um, that stadium is awesome. So that is my numero uno pick. It was a, a very good pick. I also had that written down. And uh, just a little side note that I have uh, about the Michigan Stadium. It hosted uh, the biggest soccer game in U.S. history. Uh, Man United, Real Madrid, 109,000 fans. Just throwing that out there. Do you think they got the extra 2,000 fans because soccer fans are so tiny or what? I mean, it could have been. It could have been. Smaller field, though. That's probably why. Smaller field, 2,000 no, seats. I think, just, I think they're just smaller fans. <laughs> just smaller fans. Okay, good pick. Good pick. I also had that. Um, fuck. Okay, so my first pick, I am going to go. Hmm. I am going to go the Rose Bowl. Um, might not be the greatest actual stadium, but, I mean, the, the pictures we get from each year, is just insane. A lot of tradition, a lot of history, a lot of great college football games been played there. Uh, so we are going to college stadiums to start off. Uh, I'm sure Jake will have some off the wall, fucking weird stadium. So Jake, you are good to go with your first pick. All right. My first pick here, um, obviously NFL football and uh, college football are my favorite, you know, like football in general is my favorite sport to watch, but I'm also a pretty big baseball fan. Huge St. Louis Cardinals fans. Go Birds. Keep fucking scrapping. I mean, they are on fire. First pick, I'm going with uh, a little, you know, in my heart here, uh, Bush Stadium. Going going STL Cards, Bush Stadium. A lot of memories there. Love it. Best fans in baseball. Go Cards. Great pick. Um, I know that I already told, talked to you guys about this pre-show, but I was doing – not that I – couldn't think of some other NMLB stadiums, but I was doing some looking at like rankings and I came across a ranking that had Bush stadium as the 21st best stadium in baseball. Um, whoever made that list, they should be fired from their job and never be allowed to go out in public ever again. Bush stadium and the legendary like aura around it. I mean, sportsman park, Bush stadium, one St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans. And you're and it's ranked 21st. Who's 20th? Did you did you see that? Uh, Who was 19? I, can, I, th- I think that I can look, but I think 20 and 19 was like uh, the White Sox Stadium. Okay, I like the White Sox. No, the that's not Red good. Stadium, maybe. No, no, not even close. Yeah, I know. It's, about at- it's also about atmosphere, people. It's not about you know how many slides they have at the park or you know the world's biggest nachos or whatever. <laughs> It's also about atmosphere, people. All right, Jake, so you actually have another pick. Uh, My second pick, not going personal uh, favorite teams here, but uh, just going by historic, and I've always wanted to go there, and I've always been been intrigued by this uh, state of baseball. We're going to baseball, the first ones. I'm going to Fenway Park. I've always wanted to see the monster in person. So Um – so I I actually was going to take Fenway probably with my next pick. Um, I went to two games at Fenway, uh, and it's fucking insane. Probably the nicest stadium that I've – maybe not nicest, but just the feel of it. I don't know, man. 
It's his story. It's fucking great. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> funny story about Fenway. One of the game we we had tickets to the first game when we flew out to Boston. Second game, we it was me and Brett, and we were going to get scalper tickets outside the stadium. And this fucking like typical Boston asshole sold us tickets that were just completely different seats. Like different road, different seat. Like we weren't even sitting near each other. We were out in the bleachers in the outfield and Brett had to go up to people and be like, Hey, like you think you can switch me seats so I can sit next to my kid. And Brett was so pissed. He was cussing that guy out the entire game. It was so goddamn funny. Great atmosphere though. Sweet Caroline, sweet Caroline at Fenway park. The first time I heard it, I literally got goosebumps. I mean, it was fucking, it was fucking awesome. It's unfortunate that song. That song sucks major, major balls. But oh, yeah, come on, not good. Oh, not, I liked it. Okay, so good pick from Jake. Um, for my second pick, might be a little bit of a curveball. I don't know, um, but I'm gonna go Madison Square Garden. I just feel like that is curveball. I mean, I didn't think we'd be taking NBA arenas for our, my second pick, but it's the mecca. It's the Mecca, bro. I mean, there's it's more than just an NBA arena, though. I mean, a lot it's more goes the on. The best, there. the biggest, not biggest actual size, but the most notorious uh, like arena in the world. It's not WWE. like WWE. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> wherever the SCLFC played, it's not like you're picking there. <laughs> the uh, Fenton Soccer Park. Yeah. Okay, so I took MSG. I wanted to get that off the board. Um, so Nick, you are at back at your end of the snake, so you'll have two picks. All right. So this one is a little bit different um, because it's not as technically a stadium. Well, I mean, I get, I mean, it literally has a, a stadium in its name, but you get it. It is TPC Sawgrass, the stadium. Course. Uh, the Players Championship is there every year, and hole seventeen there, like with the island green, that is, it's so iconic. Uh, it it's it's one of the uh, the tournaments that I really am excited to watch, even though it's not a major. Uh, it it's just it's awesome to watch on TV. It's got a great layout, fantastic to watch on TV. And hole seventeen, man, it's so interesting watching the pros struggle with that hole because they always have the toughest pin locations. And then you see hole in ones on that hole all the time from people that are allowed to play at that. Well, that anybody can, but people that play at that golf course hitting a hole in one on seventeen there is a massive, massive deal. I uh, went to my first, this has nothing to do with the course, but I went to my first golf, professional golf event to a corn fairy tour uh, at the country club that I used to work at. And it was just fucking insane to see how good those people were. Like, I can't imagine actually going to like a PGA tour event and seeing the literal best of the best. I mean, it was fucking insane. I hated watching golf until I played it. And now I can sit on my ass on the couch and watch like four hours of golf. It's amazing. Absolutely. Great pick. All right. So Next. you got one more. Yeah. Even though I, I hate this team, uh, quarterback's annoying. I got to go with that stadium. I got to go with Lambeau Field. Great. That, uh, the, they, it has a capacity of basically 82,000. And uh, the atmosphere at the games is awesome. And like around the stadium, it's like actual like townhomes. Like yeah. people live right next to the stadium. It's like it's like a neighborhood. 
Yeah, it's like it's like a high school football stadium almost, but except for you know the Green Bay Packers are there, and plus it has the you know Lambo Leap. That that's that's an awesome thing to witness. Even though I just I hate when it happens because uh, don't don't care about the Packers. Um, but it's it's I, I guess I'd say it's the most iconic football stadium or NFL stadium in North America because of its its legacy. You know, you have the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, you have the Falcons, which is awesome. And you have Soldier. the Vikings. You have Soldier Field is an awful stadium. Uh, you Ooh, have that's a bad take. It's it's terrible. Everybody everybody hates it in Chicago. It's not a good stadium. They're literally talking about moving like an hour away out of Chicago because that, that stadium is not good. I it's love. I mean, historic. I liked it. It is historic, it. but it's not. It's not a good overall. It looks like a. It looks like a toilet. So does Wrigley Field suck then? I mean, old. No, I mean, in one way, yes, but. No, Wrigley Field doesn't suck. Soldier Field does suck. They they don't. Let me put it. Do the Cubs want to leave Wrigley Field? No. Do the Bears want to leave uh, their stadium? Yes. They they don't want to play at Soldier Field anymore. Well, uh, I was definitely thinking of taking Wrigley here, um, but I'm actually going to go a different way. Just keep it in the baseball realm, though. Uh, I you guys, I don't know if you'll agree with me or think it's stupid, but I've went to, I think two or three games at this ballpark. And it was genuinely up there with Wrigley, with Fenway, with Bush to me, a PNC park in Pittsburgh. Awesome. Gorgeous. And baseball. It's fucking gorgeous, dude. And I was young when I went. So I like, remember like bits and pieces, but you got the, the the bridge in the background. I don't know. It's just it's just a great location, great stadium. Uh, backdrop's amazing. I think one of the games that we went to when I was there, it fucking poured on us. So <laughs> Brett and I went up to, like, the concourse and just waited it out because we were on, like, vacation. So we were like, fuck, we got nothing else to do. We'll just wait. Eventually, we waited through the fucking hour, hour and a half rain delay went down, sat front row for the rest of the game. I was like a little kid. I was like chit-chatting with the fucking, like, not relievers, but like the bench players in the dugout. I mean, it was fucking awesome. Um, Great experience, great ballpark. ballpark. PNC Park is my third pick. So, Jake, we will go to you, and you will have two picks to finish out your Mount Rushmore. Uh, Once again, I'm not going by favorite team here. Uh, but just historic and some, I, I've always thought this was a cool place. I'm going basketball here, going with Boston Garden. Ooh, like that. Uh, the court, the floor, the aura about it just looks super badass, even though, I mean, I don't hate the Celtics, but uh, yeah, I've always wanted to go. And I think it's one of the coolest basketball, coolest sports arenas in the world. Boston Garden is classic, baby. Also, a lot of uh, Boston Bruins championships won in that building. Very historic in both sports. Didn't good even pick, think about Jake. it. Good pick. That's a good pick. And then my last one, I'm, I've never been. I don't even know what people think of the stadium. But just because I'm a huge fan of them, I just know I would have a great time. I'm going to go first energy stadium, Browns. I mean, I'm going rooting for my team there. I mean, I just know it would be a great time since I'm a Browns fan. And I've never been. So Honestly, even if you weren't a even if you weren't a Browns fan, I mean that that energy and that atmosphere and that stadium would be electric. Would be electric. 
Um, okay, so we're going back to me for my final pick. And I think that – so I'm, I'm on the fence here between a football stadium and a baseball stadium. I've been to both, and I think that I'm going to make the basic pick and go with the baseball stadium and go Wrigley Field. You can't beat that. I mean, I'll say this. Baseball, like, going live, like, to the – like, just say the stadiums are, like, there's a lot of great football ones, but I think baseball has like so many historic stadiums. It's crazy. Wrigley, just the Ivy you had back when I went to, they didn't have like the new scoreboard that they went in. They were still fucking putting the, the scores in with the guy behind. Yeah, it was just, I mean, and like you said, Jake, it, I, I shit on baseball a lot, but Actually going to the stadium and like watching a baseball game live is is amazing. Love the ba- the ballpark atmosphere. Wrigley and I mean I grew up hating the Cubs, but you when you have that a stadium like that, it's super historic and it's just beautiful. You you got to go with it. Great so pick, Nick, thank you, sir. Nick, uh, your final. You only have one final pick. Yeah. That was a great. I've been to Wrigley Field, I think, like five or six times, all Cardinals versus Cubs games, and it's it's awesome. Um, yeah. You guys are going to hate it. It's a football stadium. I know what it's going to be. What is it? I have two guesses, but I'm okay, going to let, – Okay, let's hear them. I'm going to guess either SoFi or Arrowhead. SoFi. <laughs> that dude, that – like, I know you guys hate the Rams, but, like, the exterior of that is it's like it's so badass. I, I mean, it's literally it's the Rams logo almost. That's the shape of it. Uh, the glass above the stadium is awesome. It's the best, you know, it's the best jumbotron uh, in all of sports. It is, dude. That stadium's awesome. Like everything I will about say, it. It's, I will it's say badass. that stadium. That stadium is fucking really cool. I don't want to yeah. admit it, but it's fucking. It's awesome. It's an awesome stadium. I mean, just um, like. The jumbo, like it, it, the jumbotron, is like the main thing for me. It's just like no, no other jumbotron wraps, competes. Wraps I mean, even though, yeah, even though the Cowboys have a good one, it's just like this is way better. It'll get one up eventually. That's how stadiums yeah. go. But that's that's awesome. Did you guys have any interesting like ones that you've written down that didn't get taken? I actually didn't. Surprisingly. Those I were just the four head on top of the, I was thinking about Yankee Stadium too, because that's the Yankees. You, you got to go to a Yankee game before you die. Yeah. Um Madison Square Garden was also like the got United picked. Center because I'm a Bulls fan. But yeah, United Center. I had there's uh, a lot. I Soldier had, Field. I, I did have Soldier Field. Uh I had the Coliseum in LA. That was a good one. Uh it's not called CenturyLink anymore, but the stadium in Seattle, um, that was on my list as well. Um, and I had Oracle Park, the Giants baseball stadium, with the river. Or it's not a river. It's the people, oh, it's, the, it's the bay. Kayaking in the river. Yes. The bay, no. with, and then the Coke, the, Coke the, bottle. the Coke bottle. Yes. Beautiful. I've never been there, but I mean, just the idea of people fish, like not fishing, but like rafting out there trying to catch a home run ball. I thought that was pretty fucking sweet. Dude, that's the great thing also I loved about Barry Bonds, watching him play. When he would hit a home run and then people in the kayaks and shit would go crazy. They'd go at fucking 10 times speed trying to catch one of those balls. As being a lefty, that's it's 
it's a lot easier to hit home runs there as a lefty than it is as a righty because right field is is so much more open than left field there. All right, fellas. I think that was good. I, I really like that topic. Um, I think I'm going to try to put out some sort of poll or like screenshot of our picks and maybe we'll see who won if the non-existent fans that we have will vote. Um, so we have two segments left before we wrap up. Uh, one of them is... I think it was Nick's idea that I really loved and I really wanted to do. Um, so we are going to do a drawing, a random uh, simulator or generator uh, of every 0-3 team in the NFL. Um, we're each going to get one at random. We're each going to root for that team for the rest of the year. And I believe we said losers going to have some sort of punishment. We don't really know what that is yet or if we're going to decide or if we'll let our fans decide or whatever. Um, so I will have it pulled up here. Um, oh, and three teams, just for the reference, are Colts, Jags, Jets, Giants, and Lions. Um, so let me get my wheel here. Um, Jake, I'm going to spin for you first, okay? All right. We and get I here. will show my screen so you guys don't think I'm cheating. Drum roll. Jake got the New York Giants. I like it. I like it. I'm okay with it. Could have been a lot I like worse. Some, like some players on the Giants. Honestly, and they 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 could have been two and one because they lost by, you know, they lost really close to the Falcons and Washington. So, you know, could I like it. I'm glad I didn't get I'm glad I didn't get the Colts. I didn't I'm I was crossing my fingers. I didn't get the freaking Colts. I can't, I can't. Carson Wentz makes me nervous watching him. Like, I got to turn the TV off. He's the most dangerous player in football. He's ready to die. (laughs) Dangerous, not in a good way. Can I, one thing about the Giants that's kind of like odd, you know, you know how they, they could have had Devonta Smith and they moved back in the draft that, you know, so they traded with the Eagles. You know who the wide receiver they took was? Kadarius Tony from Florida. Mm-hmm. And I, he, he tweeted like what he, or he put on his Instagram story, like tired of this shit for real, for real, or something like yeah. that. They picked up Colin Johnson, a wide receiver from Texas, who was on the Jaguars that got cut. He's being used more than their first round pick, Kadarius Tony. It's like, what's going on there? Is he, is he above like zero yards yet? Cause I think last time I checked, I saw a bunch of memes like, you you are at this moment have more receiving yards than Kadarius Tony in the NFL because he had like one catch for negative three yards. Yeah, I didn't didn't watch the Giants game, but he had two catches for sixteen yards. So okay. yeah, he's he's officially up to fourteen now. So there we go. There we go. You got to start somewhere. All right. So Jake, I'm gonna make sure and write that down. Jake got the New York football giants. I always kind of root for New York football teams. I, I, I've always kind of like dug New York football a little bit. They need it, dude. They're bad. They're bad. Both teams so, are bad. I'm not upset. Right. So we got four teams left. Uh, Nick, do you want to go first or you want me to go? I'll do it. You're the boss. Okay. You go All last. Right. All right, pal. Nick is All being right, let's fun. See it. Jags, 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 Jags. Oh, it was close, but he got the Indianapolis Colts. He already well, kind of liked it anyway. This is the thing. I'm probably I would I don't I would say I'm not going to lose now. Uh, I am going to a Colts game. I'm going to the Colts versus Jags, November thirteenth. So I'll be rooting for both teams. I guess either way, it's like a win-win. 
Uh, I'd imagine the Colts would win that game. But um, I like Carson Wentz, but it was it was fun rooting for him when he was on the Eagles. Well, for whatever reason, Colts, it's like he makes me nervous, but he's not really going like crazy. They're just like they seem like just bad right now. And it's not even because of him. It feels different. Like, I know it's the same player. I know he's went through injuries, but it just feels different. Well, like, I mean, it's like wherever he's gone, like injuries have just followed him. But like the Eagles, they were like, um, yeah, the, the temperature got down to 69 degrees and half the team tore their ACLs due to the temperature decrease. It's like everybody's getting hurt constantly. Like Jason Peters kept playing, shouldn't have. Uh, Lane Johnson gets hurt all the time. Wide receivers constantly getting hurt. And Carson Wentz just checking out of every run play, trying to just throw the ball 50 yards downfield every time. It was It was chaotic. He was garbage last year, though. Hasn't been as bad this year. He just – he did have that awful interception last week against the Rams. He literally a shovel pass got picked off. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. All right, so we got Nick with the Colts. And honestly, I am just really hoping that I don't get the Jets. I would take the Jags. I would take the Lions. Really don't want the Jets. Don't want the Jets. Don't want the Jets. And guess who I got? The fucking New York Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Hey, you got you got the second coming of uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. So god damn, dude. The Jets again. So Jake, at least we'll have a little sibling rivalry. Uh we both have New York football. I think the Giants lend up probably better than the Jets. Um, I think I might be in trouble for whatever punishment that we have because I think the Jets are going to be very, very bad. All right, Jets, Giants, and Colts. I think that's a good idea. I think this will be fun to kind of keep up with throughout the year. We can give some updates each episode. Um, So with that, we will go our final topic, looking forward a little bit to week four. Uh, We have our gambling corner where we give an over and under a favorite and underdog. Uh, I will go first. We'll start with our overs. Um, honestly, I texted you guys before. I didn't really, it took me a while. I didn't really love the board. Um, not a lot of great games, um, but I went with, I believe it's the Monday night game, uh, Raiders at the Chargers at one of Nick's picks for stadium, SoFi, uh, over 52 and a half. I, I know 52 and a half is a little high. I just don't really think that. There's a lot of defense being played. I think the Raiders' defense, even though they're undefeated, is still yet to impress me. I've watched a lot of really bad Raider, really bad, really high-scoring Raider games because of that defense. So they haven't really won me over yet. So I'm going to go Raiders, Chargers, over 52 and a half. Uh, let's go with uh, Nick. You're over. My over. Um, I, one of you is going to disagree with me here because I already saw yours. Uh, Cardinals, uh, wait, is that Cardinals versus Rams? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Over it's 54 and a half points, man. I think it's going to be just a shootout. Um, both good defenses. Rams obviously have a little bit better one, but I, Aaron Donald is too big to sack Kyler Murray. Like he'll jump on him, and Kyler Murray's just too little. He just goes right under him. Um, I think that's going to be a really high scoring game. Um, if you have fantasy players, you need, you know, it's, you're going to, they're going to play good regardless, because I think that's just going to be 
not quite as good as the Monday night football game between the Chiefs and the Rams, but it's going to be similar to that, I think. Just a, a good old-fastened shootout. Jake, what do you have, pal? Um, I have the same over as Nick. I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. Um, both teams, like Nick said, both got good defenses. Offense, you know, they're going to – I mean, they're going to – both teams are going to score points. I mean, it's it's actually one of the games I'm looking forward to the most of watching. So, that it will be my over is Arizona at the Rams. All right. And so I definitely had that game as my under, uh, but I like I said, I didn't really love the board, so I was kind of just throwing darts. Uh, I'm going to call an audible, and I'm going to change my under to – I want to get one more scroll here. I'm going to change my under to the Falcons and the football team under 48 and a half. Um, uh, agree there. Taylor Heineke, not great. Uh, I know Matty Ice is is still a serviceable NFL quarterback, but I don't expect the the Falcons to really pile it on. I think the the defense for the football team has struggled, but I there's a lot of talent there, and I think that they can at least hold off the Falcons for a, a quarter or so. You know, keep it interesting. So yeah, uh, after a quick look at the board, I'm going to go football team and Falcons under 48 and a half. Matt Ryan stinks, dude. And I was a Matt Ryan fan. He, Dude, he just stinks. Four touchdowns, three picks. Hall of Famer. He's yeah, I would, I would say probably so. Uh, like, I, I was, I've always been a big Matty Ice fan, but, like, it's getting harder and harder to defend him, man. He just looks like – he looks like he stinks. Also, I feel almost feel like Kyle Pitts will probably end up being the best tight end in football in a few years. And – Looking at it now, it's almost like a bad pick because they're just they're just a bad football team. Like, just they're not good. Also, it's it's really tough. Like I said, I originally had Cardinals Rams. It's really tough to watch a game like that and like not want points to be scored. Like when you see those two teams, you want that to be an overplay. You just want an entertaining game. It would be very not great to just sit there and root against any sort of scoring. So yeah, I'm going to switch that up. Probably going to take the over, even though it wasn't my official over pick, but who cares? Uh, Jake, you're under for week four. Am I under talked about them a little bit previously, uh, both, both teams, but my unders lines and bears, I don't see in this high scoring game. I'm going to take Good it to the 42 and a half. I'm going to take the under on that. Great. Pick. That, that'll be my under yeah, that was a really good pick. I didn't, I didn't even like pay any attention to that, or I probably would have picked that too. Yeah. Nick, you said you had that football team Falcons or was that you just agreed with it as the under. Yeah. Uh, no, that was, I no, that's not mine, but uh, definitely agree because they just, their offensive just suck. Yeah. My, um, my under is, um, believe it or not, uh, Packers versus Steelers, big Ben, Stinks. stinks dude sucks <laughs> imagine you know how he's in the best shape of his life imagine how bad he'd be if he wasn't in the best shape of his life right he did do that yoga once a week awful i mean he throws a football and falls down he, th- yeah. he literally <laughs> several times dude like, that that interception 
that interception to that linebacker he had, I think that was the one where he fell down. If I <laughs> no, he fell down several times. It was so bad. He, was but so he threw bad. the football to Najee Harris 19 times. 19. Najee Harris had the most targets and receptions of a Pittsburgh running back in the history of the franchise. And you know what was funny? Mike Tomlin literally said, our players stunk. <laughs> he said they sucked. Basically, like, it was just horrible. But, dude, Big Ben sucks. And I i don't dislike Big Ben at all. Retire, because you you stink. You're awful. I you're mean, already a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a Hall of Famer. I'm, he's worse to me. He looks worse to me than Peyton did in his last season. Because Peyton wasn't oh, Peyton far. wasn't Peyton wasn't falling down. No. He had no. He had no feeling in his hand. But he wasn't falling down, throwing it to a check down to the running. What the? What is that? And also, I think the Packers are just going to score early and just be like Aaron Rodgers going to put his hands in his – well, it's not cold enough, but he's just going to sit over there and has hair gonna, with looks like blonde highlights in it. Yeah. He's going to think about his next hike. Um, I just think they're, hey, it's cruise control. How can you not be romantic about football, man? Great oh, quote yeah, from yeah, Aaron Rodgers. He probably, he probably watched Moneyball like the day before. He's like, I'm going to use this in my, my post-game quote. <laughs> what do you think about that, Shailene? Shailene, Shailene. Turn, turn around, Shailene. I don't want to see your face. Turn around. I don't want to see your face. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Okay, where where were we at? That I lost track. Um, uh, you're up for – no, you said you said under, right? Yeah. Jake, yeah. you went. You gave under, so we're going favorites. Um, this was the, the biggest no-brainer in the history of no-brainers. Um, if this bet doesn't cover, I would be stunned. Uh, Bucks six and a half against the Patriots. Brady going to Foxborough, basically saying they're a touchdown better, which I think they are. I know that the Bucks looked a little rough last week. I know the Patriots have a solid defense, but I mean, if you're projecting five touchdowns from Tom, I would like to think that they would at least be better than a six and a half point spread with a rookie quarterback on the other end. So yeah, Bucks six and a half. I'm gonna hammer. Hammer. You know, I'm not going to lie, even though it is totally goes against my boom pick, but I was like, you know, Tom Brady has played at the Patriots for forever. They know how to stop him. So I would I'm like, I might be closer to six and a half. And then I'm like, well, fuck, he was my boom pick. So like, yeah. literally, I don't that make is, any sense. I will say that is true. If anyone is like, going to know yeah. how he ticks and how his tendencies, it's it's Belichick. Fuck, the one, that's you know what? The one thing that bothers me about Brady, though, he he does this with the, like before he throws it, he's got to put his hand he's got to smack the foot i don't like that it's obviously worked out for him but it's like i don't like that as a, quarterback. <laughs> a little bit worked out for him a little bit yeah but but i was yeah but i'm like what, he's definitely like, gonna boom like Peyton when he did that what when he checked was Omaha. calling stuff <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. I, everything peyton baby I'm not gonna lie, Nick. Your your point has has hit me a little bit. I know, I, and it's I, just like I literally said he's gonna boom. <laughs> I I mean, I just said hammer. I'm gonna hammer it, and I still probably will. But oh, in no, the back of my head, body's favorite. That's my favorite as well. Okay, okay, love that, Nick. What was yours? <laughs> I've Packers, dude. Big Ben sucks. <laughs> What's the spread? It's their seven point favorites. Oh yeah, that's that's I, easy money. I think the real bet of the football game is because the Packers have a good pass rush. How many times is Big Ben gonna fall down? You think Big Ben should uh, switch from Budweiser to Bud Light? I think yeah, Big Ben probably. should 
switch from football to retirement home. That's what I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying this is this is I'm switching my over bit. I'm saying over is four fall downs from Big Ben, and I'm going over. He's go, he's got he's I'm, he's falling over five times. Whatever whatever the uh, total for sacks from Green Bay, we're gonna hammer the over. Oh my god, dude! Their offensive line stinks. He falls down. They <laughs> suck, dude. I just, I, I know that Pitts. Like the only thing that is like, I, I looked at that and I literally same thought process. My first thought was Packers by a mile because Big Ben fucking stinks. <laughs> and I know, I know they have a good defense in Pittsburgh, but they look tough, dude. Even their their defense doesn't look great. So I no. probably will take the Packers and ride with, uh, ride with Rodgers. Uh, where are we at? Underdogs? Everybody yeah, underdogs. Gave, gave his favorite. Okay. Um, so my underdog is going to be the same game as my under. I'm taking the Falcons plus one and a half uh, at home, home dog against uh, the Washington football team. I just That's pretty much just an even pick him, you know, pick him. Yeah. And I mean, uh, home, you got home field. I know that really won't make that big of a difference, but home field. Heineke will probably have a bounce back game now and then throw for three touchdowns. But I feel like Falcons have the talent on offense. I not, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I can name a defensive player on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, AJ Terrell from Clemson university. Thank you. That was definitely what I had in mind. Um, But I think they have the talent offensively to at least keep up with that fast paced Washington defense. So Falcons plus one and a half for my dog. Never bet on the Falcons and learn that from Colin Cowherd. Never do it. They never cover. Yikes. You're just fucking poking holes in all my picks, and honestly, I think they're warranted. Like you said, this was not a great week bet-wise. I'm still going to do like a 12-team parlay you know, thing and lose yeah. definitely. but And lose. But, hey, it's the rush. Yep. <laughs> All right, am I so, gonna go now? Because yeah, we no. got we got Jake's iPhone. Um, yeah, I don't know where the fuck you went. Um, my underdogs, Jags, baby. They're seven and a half point underdogs. They're really? coming. They're coming in hot. Oh yeah, that, that's quite. I'm telling you, looking at the game, you would say they played terrible. They just it's the Jaguars. They just got completely unlucky. I think they're gonna get after Joe. Hold the ball for five seconds, Burrow. And blame it on the O line, um, and I think it's the only Jags national TV game. I, it's a coming out party. They're going to be firing on all cylinders. The play calling was a lot better this week. The execution wasn't the best, but they played a great Cardinals team. I'm going Jags all the way, baby. Yeah, this cocksucker. I was like, hey, got some tickets to Bill Burr comedy show. Hey, Jake, Nick, you want to go? Jake was like, oh, I can't. I got to work. Which Jake is now going. But Nick was like, oh, I can't. It's the fucking Jags Bengals on Thursday night. I can't go. I was like, are you shitting me? Uh, someone around here has to do, you know, real analysis while you guys just copy what other people <laughs> say. I, I actually tune into the game. I'm like Peyton. You know, I'm like Peyton Manning. I, I yell out every coverage. Um, <laughs> I have I talked to a few people on the phone like uh, LeBron. Me and him talk sometimes during the games. Yeah. So uh-huh. um, we discuss politics. In China. Oh God! Uh, in China. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I can't. 
you know, but that was before I got NFL, you know, Sunday ticket. So like, I was like, that's the only game I'm going to legally be allowed to watch of the Jaguars. Yeah. I can understand that. Plus like, Fuck Joe Burrow, dude. Stop holding the ball for five seconds, dude. Figure it out a little faster. My this, God. This win, if the Jags can pull off this primetime national TV win, especially against Joe Burrow, I feel like you are going to have the time of your life on our next show. Oh, it, it'll be Love miserable. It. Love it'll be it. miserable. It'll be okay. must-see, must-see stream. Must-see stream. I, th- so I make- probably have like zero people watching right now. Yeah, it's okay. Well, hey, you got to start somewhere. Start at the bottom. We'll, we'll we'll rise to the top. Uh, so Jake, your dog to wrap up the show. Uh, we're, it's not much of one, but I'm gonna go uh, the Broncos at the Ravens. That's I'm pretty sure. Underdog. I'm pretty sure that the Ravens were were underdogs Wait. though. Yeah, dude, the Broncos. The Broncos. Broncos I'm are, sure favorite. are favorited. It's very it's close. Insane. I don't. I don't understand this shit sometimes. So. <laughs> If a team is plus, like I think the Ravens are plus three or plus three and a half, that means the Ravens that they're the underdog. One. Plus one. I mean, yeah. That's so. If the team is minus one, like the Broncos are minus one, they're favorites. So the I because I was I was thinking of taking the Ravens. Yeah, we'll do that. Thinking of the Lions, like there's a lot of of dogs that I'll probably throw some money on. We'll do that. We'll do the Ravens. We'll do the Ravens. Yeah, I think it's a good pick. We'll do the Ravens. We'll do the Ravens. Fuck it. Keep we'll it easy this week. I like it. I think it's a good pick. All right, fellas. Uh, that's all that I had. Anybody uh, have anything else they would like to discuss? Like to throw out on the airwaves? Go Browns. Go Cards. Especially go Cards. Especially go Cards. I might actually have to watch some fucking baseball on TV if they win. Dude, it's, the it's game? tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's pretty interesting the fact that this is the most games they've won in a row in their entire freight like history. It's been yeah, around I for saw, 129 years. I saw it was the franchise record. That's what are they at like standings wise in the wild card? Um, we're, I mean, we're, we've essentially clinched the wild card. We need, I think, what one game. That's all it is. Um, and is that to go into the play-in game? Yeah, you know who we're gonna probably play, right? Dodgers. Dodgers. And I was listening. I was no, I was listening to like Dodgers podcasts, and they're pissed. They're like, because the new what I think with this the CBA is up after in a few years, and they're like basically all of Dodgers fans are like, get rid of the wild card shit. It should be like the NBA. So like the best records just go. Division yeah. should matter because they they are pissed. They have to play the Cardinals. Like we're gonna win over a hundred baseball games, which is hard to do in baseball. Yeah. We're not going to win the division, and we are probably going to lose in the wild card because the Cardinals own us in the playoffs, and they're the hottest team in baseball. And I hope dude, I, I hope they do. I don't even hate the, Giants, the Dodgers, but the Giants are gonna win that. They're like the best team record wise in baseball. I think. I think the Giants. I haven't checked it, but it was 102 wins to the Dodgers 100. It's like the Dodgers have one of the best records for a team after winning the World Series because, like, you know, teams, you know, regress a little bit. They've won triple-digit games, which is very hard to do in baseball, and they're going to be in the wild card and probably lose to the best team currently in baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals. Who would have thought that you you got Lester and Happ, two of the worst players in baseball, and they completely turned our season season around? I love it. Bader, O'Neal, stepping up. Goldschmidt, stepping up. Sosa. Sosa. Yeah, Sosa. Love Sosa. Chief Keefe. Love it. Yeah. little baseball talk to end the show. Put people right to sleep. 
It's no. late. It's late. It's true. Eleven forty-four. Eleven forty-four. Don't feel bad for us. We're grinding. Jake, you you go Browns. You're good with that. Go Browns. Um, these episodes are going to be coming at you super hot every they're week. Gonna, they're gonna only going to get better from here, and yeah, keep listening, keep tuning in, keep tuning in, keep listening, keep making money. We're gonna put some fucking money in people's pockets with our picks. I love you bet. It. Bet against Big Ben every week. He stinks. Big Ben and book it with Trent on TikTok. Fade him at all costs. Fade God. Fade God. Fade God. Got it wrong again yesterday, and I believe today. Pick the Eagles. Didn't even come close. All right. Well, boys, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Episode one, LFG pod. Let's fucking go show. We will uh, catch everybody next week for some week four recap and a preview of week five.